Hi, old kids. Hi, patrons. Welcome to another Patreon episode and another episode of the Old Kids Movies. If you're listening to the first few minutes of this on the main feed, just a quick heads up that this is a preview of our Patreon episode. So you're going to hear the first few entries in our top 10 list of the year. If you join our Patreon, you will access this full episode, a full episode we did previously this month on our reactions to the Oscar nominations, plus a bunch of other episodes in our backlog and a bunch of more episodes, plus movie recommendations, shout outs and all of our episodes and all of that fun stuff. So again, head on over to our Patreon. Link is in the description and the show notes. And with that said, I'm AJ Veltis. I'm here as always with Trevor Howell. Trevor, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am very excited. I'm actually really excited for this episode because it made me think of all the movies I actually did see this year. And um, and I actually just like looking at my list, I totally forgot to name a snub for one, but I know it wasn't going to get nominated, but we'll, we'll talk about it because it's it's my 10. It's my 10th movie. And we'll, we'll talk about why uh, what I was looking at. But I'm, I'm just very excited to talk about 10 movies. And you sent me your prediction. And I think you might have gotten a couple right, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Can't wait to hear what's there and what's missing. So uh, we're, I, I guess we can just jump right into it. We don't want to really want to waste too much time. But before we start listing off our 10 to 1, Trevor and I are going to popcorn our, our favorite movies of the year. Trevor, what did you think about this year in movies? Give me like the, the, the 30 second spiel on Trevor's thought on 2022 in film. Transparently, this year I didn't see. I don't think I saw as many movies as you did. I think I watched more TV than you this year. And this was a year I played a lot of magic. Uh, I... Magic the Gathering, I play a ton of, and I got a not necessarily more serious, but I was doing a lot more like tournaments and uh, leagues and stuff, and and just playing a little bit more, um, trying to play a little bit more competitively. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, but took up a lot of time. And I was also playing some video games, so that also took up some time. So consuming other types of media as well, getting a little bit more serious about music. So didn't watch as many as I'd like, but with the Oscars coming around, obviously. It's a great time to catch up on everything and everyone's lists, obviously. And I will try and finish your list, too, of your your top 10. If I'm missing any, I will obviously watch those. Um, but overall, I think 2022 slapped. I think we disagree about 2021. I thought it was a really good year. There's a lot of great movies that I, I hold near and dear. Um, 2022, I think, was way better, though. <laughs> I think specifically for horror there's just a ton of great horror films that came out and the three films on the the my top three films um for for 2022 i definitely think i would re-watch again and again and some of them i have seen multiple times uh in theaters <laughs> so i i think this was just a great year for movies overall um big movies small movies but generally i think blockbusters specifically it was a great year for blockbusters well, Trevor, let me tell you, I could not disagree more. I thought 2022 was honestly a real letdown of a year. I'm looking at my top 10 and there are at least three movies in this list. And I'm like, I can't believe these are in my top 10. There was, you know, I'll just shout it out. One of my honorable mentions is Spirited. And I was like, until one movie kind of came in and took my number one spot. I was like, is Spirited going to be one of my top Wait, 10? Do we have honorable mentions on here? No, but Spirited is okay. one of my like, Spirited is like my number 11. And I was okay. like, is Spirited going to be my, one of my 10 best movies of the year? I can't allow that. And I'm, I'm really happy that um, a movie that, spoiler alert, you recommended kind of came in and took the number one spot. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to talk about this. But honestly, I, I'm thinking we're kind of in like an odd even cycle. I would say ever since like 2015, 16, it's been an odd even cycle. 16, I didn't think was that good. 2017, Get Out, Florida Project. 17 awesome. So good. <laughs> 2018, 
I, I didn't like that much. You so know, bad. Green Book, Roma, eh. 2019, <laughs> awesome. Roma's great. 2019 was incredible. 20, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, incredible. 2020, for obvious reasons, kind of eh, you know, but there were still a few good movies in there. I loved Promising Young Woman, for example. 2021, obviously because you had to make up time from all the, the movies, like A Quiet Place Part 2 came out. I loved that movie. You know, Nightmare Alley. There's so many good movies that came out in 2021. 2022, kind of eh. So I'm hoping 2023 continues that cycle. We've got an awesome year ahead of us. But that's my take. We got like, we still got a Del Toro movie, a Spielberg movie. We yeah. got a Ryan and they Johnson were, movie, new Batman yeah. movie. <laughs> like, and all on, four man. of those were fine. And one of those, one of those four movies is in my top 10. There were a lot of movies this year. I think my top 10 is great. I think that my issue is my 10 right now, my 10 slot is so just, it, it's, I just put one down, even though there mm -hmm. are a bunch I kind of wish I could put there as well. It, mm -hmm. it, it's almost, I, I'm not satisfied with my 10 slot because there's so many movies I want to put there. I'm in the opposite boat. But I tend to like kind of big movies and small movies. The in-betweens I'm not, I guess, as big on. But the, the I'm trying to look do here. You consider, do you I, consider Spotlight a big movie or a small movie? That's like an, or I don't know, it's an movie. Oscar movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess rather like I love the, the blockbusters that like just use all the tools of cinema. I'm like yes. yes. And the small yes. movies that have kind of a creative premise and they really work with it. And my recommendation this 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 month, my movie rec on for Patreon is is a very, very small movie. That, that is it too Leslie? <laughs> no, it's not too Leslie. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's do you want to just jump right in? Anything else before we just popcorn style or our top yeah, 10? I would just say I think it's important to call out a couple of the movies that we we haven't seen yet, just so people if, sure. if they're oh, wondering sure. like, how have you not seen this movie? You know, I, there's there's a few movies that I haven't seen. Um, that I that I would like to see that I have not been able to catch. I have not seen Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I have not seen Causeway. I am seeing Close this weekend. We're recording it before it is uh, released in the States. I'm very excited to see that one. So that might make it on there. Dog, which I've actually heard is really good. I think I, uh, you know, I haven't seen Blonde. I think I said to Leslie. So there's there's a good amount of movies I haven't seen, but I've seen like 65, 68 movies this year. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, I've seen all the best picture nominees. I've seen most of the best like acting nominees. So I've, I've uh, you know, I've tried to, really go to the movie and use my a-list uh membership yeah, you, you really have been um I, i'm missing the i think four of the best pictures thus far but they will four. be four they'll probably be watched by the end of the month to be Let honest so fableman's tar triangle and what am i missing all quiet on the western front oh okay yeah but i'll, I'll, I'll watch them all obviously and three of those i'm excited to see all quiet on the western front sure i've seen the original okay. it's great mm -hmm. i'm sure this one's also good but yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, I'll watch those, obviously. And I think Tar is the biggest one that I'm like, I need to see it. I need to see it. Fableman's too, I guess. Triangle of Sadness, I should have seen, but that just didn't end up working out. <laughs> this is not we'll the see. last time we'll mention Triangle of Sadness on this podcast. <laughs> is that the only ones you haven't seen? Like, Those are the, those are the big ones. In terms of the Oscar nominations, okay. Yeah, I, I mentioned Causeway. I mentioned, um, I didn't see Bardo, but, you know, whatever. But it was, it was Causeway, Two Leslie, Blonde, and God, there was one more that I haven't seen yet. Oh, a Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Those are the four nominations that I haven't seen. But all of the other above the line screenplay directing picture categories uh, nominees I've seen. The only thing I probably should have seen because it seems like it would be on my top 10 is Wendell and Wild, which, again, I'll see soon. 
But that just you seems also, like a very Trevor movie, you know? <laughs> you also need to, I know we talked about this in the Oscar one, but you need to see After Sun because I, I feel like you'd be, too, yeah. you'd, you'd be sobbing. I predict you'd be in that camp. Yeah, like like you mentioned, Come On, Come On. Come On, Come On was one of my favorites of 2021. Yeah. I was just like profoundly moved by that movie. It was so good. All right, well, <laughs> let's not waste any more time. Let's jump into it. If you're listening to this episode, please feel free to uh, share with us your top 10 on Instagram at uh, The Old Kids Movies, on Twitter at Old Kids Movies, um, and we would love to hear what you think were the best movies of this year. But without further ado, Trevor, do you want to start or would you like me to? Yeah, why don't you start? And I'll let, I'll let you finalize your number 10 spot. No, I, I finalized it. I just like, oh. I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll say like, hey, I was between this one, this one, this one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So again, I can't believe I'm putting this on here, but here I am. Uh, Trevor, I love action movies. I love comedies. And one other thing you know about me, I love Christmas movies. I thought they had an excellent casting of Santa Claus in this film. It was such a smart movie oh. up until I probably like the ending was kind of cheesy. But until then, uh, great writing, editing, fight sequences. I am excited to watch this movie probably every Christmas from now on. My 10th favorite movie of the year is Violent Night. I, I We've seen a lot of like rote, reductive Christmas movies in recent years. Movies like, again, The Christmas Chronicles and even Falling for Christmas. And now they're memes. Now it's, you know, you see all the Hallmark movie posters with this capitalism breeds innovation. And so to kind of get a great hysterical i saw this in a preview screening and the crowd was loving every single second of this movie i don't think you've seen it but i I, it's like if you like die hard and home alone i think you're gonna have a really fun time with this one david harbour again was perfectly cast as kind of a drunken sad you know one man against the world santa claus and yeah very excited to see this one again and again yeah uh mine is also a christmas movie for number 10 it's falling for christmas with Lindsay lohan yeah, I figured that is not my number ten. <laughs> I I was very much debating what to put on here um, between uh, a couple horror movies, and I was also thinking maybe The Northman on here, but The Northman just missed out on this. And then there was a few other movies. I, I really lo- like The Northman though, uh, and I forgot it came out last year though, so I was like, I guess not. But this one I feel like was such a fun double feature to have, and they were never going to nominate uh, the star of these two films. I'm only putting one of them on here. To, okay. To, you know what I'm talking about. They're yes. never going to nominate her, but they, they should have. And I'm and curious which one someday. you're going with. And uh, so uh, the are you I'm taking the are, Scorsese route or are you taking the non Scorsese route? Well, if you let me talk, I'll tell you. <laughs> Otherwise I'll chop you up with an ax like Pearl does <laughs> in Pearl. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I okay. I really liked Pearl better. I like the atmosphere. I like the style. X I liked, but um, I, I guess that like kind of style of horror, I'm not as big of a fan of. Just like straight up slasher, like Texas Chainsaw riffing, I'm not as big of a fan of. But Pearl, I really, really liked. And I really like the atmosphere. And just the last shot is just so good. So that that's my number 10. And Mia Goth will get an Oscar someday. I will agree with you nine ways to Sunday about how great Mia Goth was in both of those movies, and particularly in Pearl. Pearl itself really didn't do anything for me, unfortunately. Like me and my roommate both kind of left that. We're just like, that was fine. Uh, and I, again, you're in the Martin Scorsese camp that loves that movie. I liked X more and I will be checking out Maxine. I'm excited oh, sure. to see what Ty West does with everything. But yeah, unfortunately, Pearl, just aside from that great, great, great awards worthy performance from Mia Goth, don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it didn't really do much for me. But, um, you know, I, I think it's your opinion is more popular than mine. Yeah, just. Overall, I don't know. It's 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 great. Good year for horror, I think. 
Okay, so uh, my number nine, I, I actually, I felt like this summer was kind of stale at the movies. I think, you know, once we got Top Gun, it was kind of a lull until we got to the the fall. I didn't really see anything good over the summer. And a movie came in at the end of the summer in the fall that was just an unbelievably fun time. I loved the ensemble. For some reason, it got a lot of hate. I am going for my ninth favorite movie of the year is Bullet Train. Oh, <laughs> I loved, loved Brad Pitt's character in this movie because he's this hysterically reluctant assassin and he just finds himself inadvertently killing people by mistake, like not wanting to, but like being forced. He's like, I'm sorry about that. You know, I'm not really honestly sure when or if I will watch this movie again if it's streaming. But I just got to say, Trevor, I had a great time in the theater with this movie and that's worth something. I thought that there mm-hmm. was this movie was witty. This movie was, you know, a really quick. Uh, in terms of its editing and its pacing. And again, I love the balance of the characters. I don't get there. Some people really love it. Some people really don't. And I really did. So uh, I'm happy to have bullet train on this list. I had a great time in the theater with this movie. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen it. And at this point I probably will not, but I know a lot of people that are in the camp that this is bad, but I know some people that are in the camp is, Hey, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I think most of those people are in the camp. It was fun. Cause I saw it in theaters. Yes. But- there might have not been anything really that week or that those few weeks out. And that might yeah. have been why. And I think, honestly, the fact that we didn't get Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol or um, Dead Reckoning and things like that this summer. Right. Uh, no John Wick. I feel like that probably helped this movie because I was waiting for that fun, dumb action movie. And I didn't get it until I got this. What, Trevor, is your number nine? Number nine, uh, you correctly predicted that this would be on there. Um, I mean, it has everything that I would like. And it might be, I, I could see rewatching this and it getting higher and higher because it's very entertaining, very, very just quick. And, and people say it's slow, but I think it's just a very quick movie. It has a lot of feeling. The acting's outstanding and it takes place in Ireland. It's Banshees of Inisherin. Number uh, I know nine, it's that's low. Oh, no. Trevor, it's, uh, it how dare you? You know what it is? It's, Trevor, sit somewhere else. <laughs> sit somewhere oh. else. <laughs> all all nine of these movies are like inches, or I should say four through nine on this list are like, uh, they could kind of be any order, Okay, I would say. Um, but I, I want to give it like a little bit lower just because it's recency because I just watched it. Yeah, um, but I'm yeah, going to predict. Beautiful movie. I'm going to let you, I'm, I'm let you finish. I'm going to predict that you're going to look back on this episode and say, I had this at nine. I've had this at nine. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. And, and, and I think what you were saying is totally on point that a theater experience it's worth like a good theater experience is worth something. And I didn't get to see this in theaters. Not that it, I, I don't think like the crowd would have added much to this, but I didn't get to see the beautiful scenery in theaters. Number nine. Oh yeah. Gosh. Okay. Uh, well, I'm happy to see it on there. I, again, I'm going to, I'm going to put money on the fact that you're going to look back on this episode and you're going to think this should have been higher, but I can't wait to see what your one through eight are. But, Did you see my uh, letterbox review? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because the same thing happened to me in like ninth grade. So. <laughs> but that, that was Dude. that was a great letterbox review, Trevor. I, I applaud thought it was reviews. funny. You should. It also did happen. Letterboxd. Like this is this is true. It did have this did yeah. happen to me in fifth grade. My best friend literally was just like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, broke that, me. I feel like that happens to everybody as a kid, but it's just like you don't expect it to happen as an adult. Yeah, and then Which, sometimes yeah, it great does. premise, simple premise, and just beautiful execution. And it's scarier as an adult because all of a sudden, if yeah. one of your friends in school says, I don't want to be your friend anymore, you can just look to your right and say, like, do you want to be my friend? And they might say yes. But as an adult, like, how do you make friends? Especially in a small island. This is literally a horror movie. Great. Great year for horror, Trevor, huh? <laughs> great year for horror. <laughs> all right. Give me eight. 
So number eight, uh, I actually felt like this year had, it was a good year where they breathed a lot of new life and new ideas into some existing properties. You know, I, I brought these up on Patreon in our, our like Patreon monthly movie recs. Uh, so go over, check that out if you like, want to see those. But I thought that for Spirited, I thought it did a really good job of breathing in new life to A Christmas Carol. And I thought that for Prey, I thought that did a really good job of bringing new life into the Predator franchise. But there's one movie that I think that did it best. And it was a franchise that I was like, I mean, the past few weddings have not been good. The tone is not great, but this movie really nailed the tone. For my eighth best movie of the year, I am going with The Batman. Again, I just think that this was a solid entry in the Batman universe after some really mediocre outings. I think they really, really nailed the tone. And I think superhero movies have been struggling, be it Marvel or DC. How do we nail this tone? And I think The Batman really nailed the tone the music, Michael Giacchino's scores. Awesome. I mean, just thinking about the the reveal of the title logo in that trailer alone was so cool. Cinematography is awesome in this movie. I don't think I needed all the Catwoman stuff, but I would say outside of that, the ending when you had all of those like 4chan bros uh, yeah, all, in the, all in the, the stadium, that was terrifying, but it was so good uh, in everything, everything with, I believe it was, was it the Riddler was Paul Dano's character. Uh, so kick-ass great choice great choice i was Thank curious you. if it was going to get on there i can't wait to see if it made your list number eight my movie kind of a sleeper hit when it came out and then a lot of people i feel like everyone forgot about it but i said this year was a great movie for horror and this was my favorite horror movie of the year and the less i say about it the better it is barbarian i figured this would be on your list yeah just such a fun movie it's it's funny it's scary, it's tense, and you literally have no idea what's going to happen. I think as the movie goes on, you put together a few things, and I, I could definitely see how this movie isn't for everybody. But again, the less you say about it, the better. And man, there's, there's just so many moments I was just cracking up and also terrified. Great movie, great choices, great, great ideas. I know you weren't as high as it and I was, but also, I mean, like, I, I don't want him scared in the movie theaters. No. So, okay. So for background, Trevor, Trevor, you correctly predicted that I should have seen this in theaters. I should have seen this in theaters because they're, I just don't like jump scares and it really wasn't sure. jump scary. I watched it. I loved it. I thought it was, I, I mean, when we have our Oscar nomination episode um, or prediction episode, I'm sure we'll talk about how this, you know, in a dream world could have and should have been nominated for best original screenplay. Mm. And I just disagree with a lot of the choices that were made, like that certain characters made. Let's just, I don't sure. want to spoil anything. I know we've yeah. disagreed about that. A character probably made a decision that was bad, but also you yes. need a movie. But I, I also of think course. for the most part, characters make choices that they would make. Yes. And also uh, I'll say like, you don't know, character, like you don't know you're in a horror movie. If you were a character, unless it's Scream, which I also yes. really loved. <laughs> unless it's Scream, you don't know that you're in a horror movie. <laughs> so you're going to just make a normal human decision. And sometimes people don't like think, oh, this has blood on it. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> or like, yeah, I, I don't um, know. But God, I mean, when you when you find out what the movie's about and you know kind of the history behind the setting, I mean, it's it's repugnant, but so captivating. And it's great. yeah, I mean, I am I am, you know, I've, I gave it a three and a half on Letterboxd. I've started to be picky with my reviews. A three and a half is really good. And I want to emphasize that it's it's like I gave the same thing to like Glass Onion, which I'm sure will be on the list. All of these are all at this point, nine through whatever are four or above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I gave well, three five stars 2022. I did not give three. a single. 
But with that said, and I can't wait to hear what your five-star reviews are for this year. With that said, we are going to cut it off here if you are listening on the Made Feed. But if you would like to hear all of our top tens and hear Oscar predictions and Oscar reactions and everything else that we've done on Patreon are doing on Patreon, please head over to our Patreon. Uh, You can sign up. And at the upper level, you get those bonus episodes every single month, at least once a month. We release three in January. So just go ahead and uh, check those out when you get a sec. Subscribe to us on Patreon and we will uh, see you next time if you're cutting off here on the Old Kids Movies. And thank you for listening.